Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 30. Wherever you are, whether you're listening to this in the future or in this season, I want to talk about how to spot burnout and begin taking action before it's too late. This is something that I wanted to learn and I wish I knew 20 years ago. However, I have learned it now and I begin to see it in a lot of my clients and people around me. And it's something that I would love to talk about even more. But today I just want to kind of talk about it in the open. Um, Burnout is something that I see a lot. It's something that we don't even often realize we're heading down that road. Here's the thing. When your systems are really depleted, it takes a lot longer to get back on track. My first round of burnout took me about three three to six months to recover. You know, not too bad. I was also in my young 20s. My second round, I was in my early 30s. That took me a lot longer, a couple of years to fully recover. That was really what put me on the journey of becoming a stress resilience, holistic health coach, and then an EFT practitioner later on is to really stop these symptoms before they happen or to really help people bounce back a lot quicker. Now, I define resilience as your capacity and your ability to bounce back. And when you have hit that state of burnout, it's saying your adrenals, your brain, your body is not turning over its systems as quickly as necessary. Now, there's a lot going on when burnout happens that there is uh, your mitochondria, your your body's energy production has slowed way down. A lot happens inside. It's not just simply adrenal fatigue, and that's why that's a much more complex process of healing it. But it is possible to heal it. It is always possible to heal because your body is always wanting to heal. But that's why it's it's important to really recognize these these signs and take action and to shift before it takes much longer to do it. You can kind of think about it like when you start noticing the signs of sickness and you say, you know, I can either take the day and rest and, you know, drink some broth and have my vitamins and take some deep breaths and do the things now to help my immune system fight this or I can keep pushing, but at that point I'll probably have to be, I'll end up getting sick and taking two weeks to recover. <laughs> so um, which direction do you want to go? Um, this, this process taught me so much in my own journey that, you know, when I hit that last burnout 10 years ago, I said, I'm not going to do that again. And I need to learn more about how this works and not hit that space. So the first sign that you might be headed that direction would be exhaustion. And this isn't like, okay, you know, at the end of Tuesday, I'm completely exhausted. Or the end of Friday, after a hard week, I'm completely exhausted. That's a piece of it. 
if this is a exhaustion that doesn't seem to go away, where your brain and your body are not being cured by a few extra hours of sleep, that you're starting to notice the feeling of being drained all the time. And this is where your system is saying, you know what, I am not bouncing back. I'm not recovering from that. Um, There are physical symptoms connected to exhaustion, even just the slowing down of your digestion. You might even get irritable bowel syndrome because your body's not able to digest the food fully because it's just so tired. Um, that is one area where you notice when you're not, when you're doing all the things that you should do to recover, getting rest, slowing down, you know, all of that, and it's not recovering, that's when you start to go, hey, something needs a shift. I need to make a pause. I need to make a shift. Another one, this one is not always noticeable because it can look like a personality issue or it can look like an emotional issue, but an increased amount of anger. And a lot of times when we're actually phasing into that burning out stage or exhaustion stage, uh, anger is actually something that can kind of come out a lot quicker and because it's, it's this quick emotional reaction. Our fuse is short. And you might find yourself, for some of you, it might come out more like easily frustrated, easily irritated. You may not use the word angry, but you might notice yourself easily irritated, even in situations that you feel normally make you happy or normally make you feel uh, relatable. Um, But if you notice yourself doing that regularly, um, sometimes it can be, you know, hormonal, and hormonal can be men and women, so it's not just the women. Um, Sometimes it can be, you know, food that we've eaten. It could be an irritant in the back of our mind. So not all irritation, anger, and frustration, short fuses, are related to burnout. But it's when you start noticing that, you know, like I just can't, I can't turn that corner anymore. And There's not necessarily an actual reason, but I noticed that I just kind of get quick and short with people when I really wouldn't normally do that, and and it starts happening regularly. It could be a sign that, you know, you are depleted in, in certain areas. And on the flip side is actually tears and crying. I've seen this happen many times where um, it's just so exhausted that you find things easily emotional. So these are two ends of the low emotional spectrum of kind of tears, depression, crying, or quick to anger, quick to the depressive side or quick to the angry side. And there sometimes it's two different personalities, but other times it's just my fuse is gotten low and I need to refill my tank, okay? Um, and one other area is, and there's many areas, but these are just some quick areas to kind of look at and be on the, on the lookout for so that you can actually turn the corner quicker. That's my heart for you. And so this other area is reduced performance. And maybe, uh, this is what happened to me. I'm not a, 
high performer anymore. You know, I used to play soccer and and cross country and softball and triathlons. And now I do those things for fun. But when I first hit the second hit the lowest burnout of my life, I was actually training for a 5k. And we were doing it for fun with some friends, not training for a record or breaking anything, just simply, you know, jogging each week. And I noticed my jogging got slower and slower and slower, and I got worse and worse and worse until I was mostly walking by the end. It had gotten so bad for me. Um, But you can notice this in not just physical activities, but uh, mental activities. You can have reduced performance in your mind. You can have relational performance, just connection, and where you you have... um, normal capacity to complete tasks in front of you and you notice cognitively and physically your quality of doing life starts diminishing and starts lowering then it's probably time to say I need to pause I need to put in place my resilience techniques I need to put into place some tactics and I might need to reach out and talk to someone okay Um, I might need to start eating a little better and giving myself room. There are some some ways to rewire our brain even to help shift fatigue. There are some ways to help our body respond differently, both physically, mentally, emotionally, not just reducing stress. A lot of times this is where we I think that we get stuck is that we think that the only solution to stress is to reduce it. And we can't all go live on a beach and just put our feet up and breathe, (laughs) even though I think that would be great. But this is why I call what I do resilience coaching, because what we want to do ultimately is create more resilient bodies, more resilient minds, more resilient hearts, more resilient emotions and mindsets and capacities. Because when you become incredibly resilient, no matter what life throws at you, you're able to either bounce back or have the full capacity for it. And that is powerful. And so what you want to do is begin including some of these resilient techniques. I talk about several of them on the podcast. And so you can go back through. Breathing is one of them. EFT is one of them. There are some other techniques, tracking and resourcing. If you don't know what those mean, you can either look them up or reach out. But whatever you have the capacity for, when you're hitting burnout, the first thing you want to do is just take a break. Just take a break. It doesn't mean like go on vacation necessarily unless you can, but pause. Even if all you do is take a five-minute pause, slow down your breathing, and let your nervous system shift. And then ask, okay, how can I begin getting a new mindset over this? How can I begin seeing and responding to these things differently? How can I begin getting some more sleep to allow myself to recover fully? Are there any areas that I can give to my body to help it recover better, such as nutrition or or more water or maybe just some self-care Maybe there's things like relational connections or creativity that you need to include to help bring some more joy. Joy is a powerful healing component. And is there some joy in there? Are there some things that will help you 
shift into your relaxation response instead of your constant stress response. So we want to shift. We want to learn to daily find ways to shift out of your sympathetic and into your parasympathetic to begin training your brain and your nervous system to regularly shift into that state. And so, you know, as you start asking those questions, what are some things that refresh you? You're different than I am. I'm different than you are. And we're all a little bit different. There are techniques like breathing and EFT and just moving your body and going out and doing creative things that are are helpful for everyone. But what is it for you in this season that you have capacity for to help reduce that burnout, build resilience, and begin allowing your parasympathetic nervous system, the relaxation response to begin healing your body, to begin increasing your energy, and really helping you shift that state. So as you ask those questions, just jot down a few things that you go, you know what, this, this, when I do this, maybe when I go read a book or when I laugh with a friend or I watch something funny or I, I draw or I paint or whatever it is for you, when I go out into nature, write some of those things down, put them into your phone or your notebook or a sticky note somewhere where you can see regularly and do a little bit of that every day. You don't have to do all of them every day, but let's say one day you do a little creativity, another day you laugh with a friend, another day you go out into nature, another day you do some deep breathing exercises, and you every day do a little something to expand your resilient zone. Because my friends, you were made to thrive, and so I'm believing for you to step into greater and greater levels of resilience so you don't have to hit that burnout like I did. Okay, so I hope this is helpful for you. May you step into that and I will talk to you soon. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, You were made to thrive.